Okay, we need a new question. Joey's unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell because he's making uncomfortable moaning sounds. Comfortable moaning sounds. So uh yes, yeah, it's true. <laughs> so uh so Raven uh sent this question into our suggestion box. Do you want me okay, to read okay, it? Okay, okay. <laughs> uh when warnings go off for natural disasters, are you the type to Panic and hide or leave. Uh, prepare for surviving it. Ignore it or film it. Um, I mean, how I... intense are we talking about here? Okay, Natural listen. Disasters. So it could be anything from what happened to me today, which was tornado warnings, to like hurricane warnings. I don't know, volcano warnings. Like yeah, nuclear listen. war. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> wait, 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 I, hear tor- <laughs> I hear a tornado warning. I pretty much ignore it. Uh, yeah. So like look, I depends on what it is. I I it, not not to me, because I grew up in Florida. We had hella crazy hurricanes, particularly when I was like in middle to high school. And um I mean I guess we prepared technically we prepared for surviving it, but my attitude was also like film it or ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> so like um and we even at one point we had the um we had the uh the hurricane proof windows. We didn't have to board up our windows, so like we did just ignore it. <laughs> I, I think that um surprising no one, my response to uh natural disasters is usually to like detach from it. Like I'll like like ignore it. Yeah, like yeah, ignore it. Like I'll just like hear that there's like a tornado or a hurricane and I'll be like, oh. And like I'll keep doing my thing, and then I'll be like, "Hey, Krista, do you think that's like serious?" And that's pretty much it. Yeah, ignore it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I usually prepare for surviving it. I guess I usually like if there's sirens going off. I even well, I have been ignoring it lately. <laughs> we live in Ohio, guys. I, what like, do you want? <laughs> it happens a lot, and like there isn't really a good place to hide, like in my apartment complex, except the bathroom. I mean, I could sit in the bathroom, but like. If a tornado comes and it destroys the apartment complex, that that's that's too bad. That's it. The, the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it. That's the end. So, like, sorry. Are you done? Yeah. yeah, I'm done. So, so I usually, um, you know, go for shelter and prepare for surviving it. Or just ignore it, depending on how bad of the situation it is. I nominate I nominate Johnny to be overly focused on preparing for hurricanes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hurricane, nominating you. Yes, run to the You will all like live. <laughs> I will assure that you all live through everything this next year. Uh, and then what I do is a mix of hide, or well, I guess prepare for it. Hide? Hmm, wait, hold on. Yeah. I worded this weird. I sit in my bathroom, which I count as preparing for it. I like take my phone charger in there and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. I peri- periodically come out of the bathroom and film it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm both. <laughs> yeah. There have been times where I've gone outside and I've tried to like look in the sky to see if I could see tornadoes forming. I've definitely like definitely tornado look- watched like in my area because you can tell like if this. Cl- the clouds get like really dark i'm like oh oh something's happening (laughs) so i'm sure people everyone has seen that video of the guy 
outside in hurricane force winds and rain with like the American flag and who is like like head thrashing with his long metal hair. What? I've never seen this. Hold on. Right now. (laughs) That is a completely emotionally understandable uh, (laughs) position from from my perspective. (laughs) Some of you know me and knew that back in college I got super pissed and was rage posting on Facebook about them putting uh setting off the alarms and having us do tornado drill and all sitting on the first floor um like they did this mandatory thing and I was super pissed about that because I was like I literally would ignore this. Yes. <laughs> and one friend of ours who will go nameless, but who was like, that's super dangerous. You need to take that seriously. And I was like, you don't understand the degree to which I am serious about not caring. (laughs) I am not being sarcastic. I am not being like hyperbolic. I am 100% genuine in not caring about the weather, no matter how hazardous it is. And then like Paul came in with, came in and was like, not all men fear death. <laughs> I mean, who does? We're men. We don't fear death for ourselves. To be fair, we fear death for our women and children. I think that, to be fair, when you grow up with a tornado that hit and destroyed a school like 10 it minutes did. away from you. It did. Uh, and it sorry, 10 miles. Not 10 minutes, like 10 area. miles away from me. Oh yeah, uh, and I was sitting in the basement. I could hear the winds, man. Uh, like you get a little traumatized. So there's still that like almost like panic reaction for for a moment. But then I just ignore yeah. that, and then it really only gets to the point like if the winds are getting really bad, then I go into the bathroom. But I like to film it mostly. <laughs> yeah, I'm out there like sh- like filming the the dark clouds and the sirens. Yeah. We had so many uh, uh, tornado drills in elementary school. We would have to sit in front of the lockers with like our hands like above our head and like laying down. See, I grew up in Pennsylvania, so when I went to college in Mississippi, and they were like, "There's a tornado happening," I was like, "The fuck? What are you talking about?" <laughs> and weirdly enough, the very first time that happened, I remember walking out in the parking lot. And I was, I shit you not, almost struck by a lightning. <laughs> it landed like, it landed, it landed like inches like in front of me. The weather was <laughs> like, Paul, this is dangerous. Go inside, you dipshit. I, mean, I think I did, to be fair, lay in a field and watch the next one. Oh so. my God. Yeah. <laughs> There's just something very like, like, a, like, like mysterious. Well, there's something very exciting in going outside when the wind and the wind literally knocking you over (laughs) um and there's also something in one of the hurricanes that came over um our uh where i lived the eye came over us and the radio was all like do not go outside do not go to the store the storm is not over and fucking everyone went outside (laughs) um and like walking around like walking around in my neighborhood in just like the eeriest calm that that is the eye of the storm was just like oh, yo this fucks yeah <laughs> i i want to point something out about tornadoes too because usually when a tornado is getting close suddenly everything gets still and quiet and yeah. it's like the creepiest mm. shit 
Yes. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then the winds pick up if there's a tornado nearby. And I've always been told it sounds like a train. So mm. it's it's very, like, it's a very specific thing that happens when, like, when the, the all the atmosphere just gets quiet like that. You have, like, almost, like, a reaction internally where you're like, oh, I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. So usually that's what sends me to the bathroom is when it gets like that. And then, of course, <laughs> for some fucking reason, some guy today, because I did have a tornado, again, for the listeners, I had a tornado watch today. And some guy thought it would be a great idea right when the, like, right when it's silent for a little bit, and then the wind suddenly picked up. And at the same time, this guy, like, was doing some kind of construction with a drill and, and decided to do that right when the winds came up. So it did sound like a train for a second. Oh I about flipped. I about fucking flipped, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was so mad. I'm like, why are you doing construction while there's sirens going off? I swear to God. So that's been my awesome. End. But mostly I just film it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's something like some people in some areas, they're just like, look, they live in that place and the people who live there have like, evolved the expectation or like evolved the ability to just be a little more calm even though something incredibly destructive is coming <laughs> it's like people who live in japan it's like the whole thing is like shaking apart <laughs> like half the time but they're like eh, you know it is what it is i'll never understand that i still feel like if there's immediate danger like you you should hide no matter oh how many gosh. times it's happened <laughs> yeah, Listen, like, when i was in new I, zealand i i felt quite a few earthquakes and like there were like tiny yeah. like little aftershocks that i like felt when i was sleeping and i was just like eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like no i i totally get i totally get what you're saying charlie it's just that like like in Florida, like we would make fun of people who would evacuate. <laughs> like no, like, stay and really enjoy dying. I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, we've, anyway, no, but... we've had tornadoes my whole life. I just Lord, maybe it's because I've watched videos of people who do that exact thing and then get swept yeah. up by the tornado seconds later. Oh yeah, yeah, it happens. People are just stupid, but. Like I, I don't get people who chase storms. <laughs> like that's really dumb. I don't know. It also looks kind of exciting. I did say I would film it though. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. maybe I'm a storm chaser. <laughs> New career. It's so dark outside, by the way. Our storm hasn't really ended yet. <laughs> I feel like there's like natural disaster warnings kinda everywhere, right? Um get uh... flash flood warnings. <laughs> Yeah, in Florida, I don't remember warnings or sirens or anything. Like, we yeah, don't have had, siren system. You had a hurricane. Oh, you guys didn't get, like, sirens for hurricanes? Nope, we don't have sirens because we know they're coming way in advance because they, like, generate off, like, the the tip of, like, Africa or some shit. And so we so they watch them in advance, and, like, the news just, like, keeps everyone updated. Oh, and then I didn't know we'll, you didn't we'll, have sirens. You know, no, yeah, they, they don't come, have like, they, some kind of alert system. I even get an alert on my phone if we have like a tornado watch. Yeah, like, we yeah. know in advance that the storm's coming. So like, well, like yeah, like hurricanes can't show up fast enough to be immediately dangerous oh, like that. Like, like they're not like they're not like flash flood floods or anything like that. 
uh, where like they can happen instantly and you need to know, hey, there is a high probability of flash floods in the next 12 hours or whatever. Um, or, you know, Hurricanes or a tornado. Form over the ocean, don't they? They don't. Yeah. 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 Them. Yeah. They, they form out far away and the, the weather reporting just watches them. And if they, and by the time they think they're going to hit landfall in the U.S., they they already have been reporting for like a week about a week or two about like projected routes and categories, predictions and whether or not you should move up north or evacuate somewhere or just stay in place. Um, we know well in advance. So, yeah, it's a very particular problem. Yeah, <laughs> you fair know, enough. It's not, I guess that's what makes yeah. tornadoes different. I literally, like, was putting in my grocery order and um, mm. had just submitted it, and then the tornado alarms went off today. Right, <laughs> right. And that's another reason why, like, living, having lived in, like, another state with, like, occasional tornado warnings happening very rapidly, it would be, like, it would be annoying to me because I'd be going about my life and then they'd be like, tornado, you got to stop everything. And I'm like, no, go away. <laughs> it's like, like you need to give me at least two weeks heads up. <laughs> you need to go through the proper channels. <laughs> so I'm not one to run. Oh, no. Wait, can I pick three? <laughs> you can pick whichever one. Listen, I'm definitely one that's going to like already be thinking about how to survive it. Okay. But I also might be recording. <laughs> yep. A hundred percent. Especially if it's said. a cool one. <laughs> I was talking about yeah. my tornado thing today and I said the same thing. I'm like, I pretty much like once the winds picked up, I like Moved into the bathroom, but ever so often I came out and like took pictures and filmed it. <laughs> yeah. Because like, imagine like you know you don't see it very often. It's not like we're like in the Midwest and we see it all the time. And they're like, ah, it's just another tornado. You know, when you see it, it's like, wow, I haven't seen one of them. That's dangerous, but it's kind of cool at the same time. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So, with uh, everyone definitely having answered in the chronological sequence that would make sense, uh, let, let's get on to this episode of Teen Titans Roll. this big flash of light 
And then for a second, you saw God again. And he was like, good luck, buddy. <laughs> and you flashed back. The, the light dissipates. And you are in the car again, like struggling, like with probably with your hands around uh, Gizmo's throat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And um, you guys, you look out of the windshield, like out the front of the car. And you are falling through the air ah! tw- towards open water below. No! And, uh, so, you know, this car, it doesn't really seal hermetically. It wasn't designed like a submarine because you guys already had a submarine. <laughs> so you figured that that was covered. <laughs> now, you know, it does have the, that hover uh, option. Um, that you could switch the car to. You'll need to do it now, uh, yes. so that you go. <laughs> or, right, so... or I could let Gizmo drown, and I. No, okay, fine. I'll hit the button. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you are careening towards the open water, and you hit the button, and these uh, the tires convert into those uh anti-grav hovering things again and you guys splash down into the water but like you now have like buoyancy and you pop back up (sighs) and you guys like like rock back and forth pretty violently for a moment and the first thing you notice is that it's daytime and it was nighttime just a moment before I, i i think i just sit silently just just uh, stun for about what? ten seconds. Yeah, well, well, Gizmo is immediately not doing that. He just immediately starts like he like looks around. He's like starts yelling, "Ah, what did you do, you butt munch? Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know not to?" He's like, "You idiot! Don't you know not to put, not to activate multi- uh, multiple transpatial spaces in the same in the same." Static space at once. All right, kid. First of all, you are the one at the appropriate height for butt munching. <laughs> Second of all, no, no, I didn't. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Hey, hey, don't panic. Don't panic. Look, uh, uh, uh. I was panicking. He just is like he screams at you, and his eyes are like. He's starting to, like, his eyes are starting to tear up. <laughs> You're panicking. I'm not panicking. He he opens the window and he looks outside. Is that salt water? Yes, he, like, that is salt water. <laughs> I think. He, he, uh, he, yeah, he, he, he splashes some back in, uh, into your face. <laughs> Stop that. So, oh, 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 do you really, do you really want to start this right now? No, ah, ah. He, like, he like yells and he like crawls out of the car <laughs> onto the roof. <laughs> you sit still while I scan everything I can to know where the heck we are. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, um, what can I do? Well, you want to try to start scanning things? Yes, I want to start scanning things. Uh, geography. 
Uh, we anything? Where are we? Can can I get a signal? All right. Uh, roll uh, Arcana to scan with your system some boosted range because of the uh the car's sensor output. Twenty seven. <clears throat> okay. So um, scanning uh normal frequencies, you're getting no gps ping whatsoever no um signals otherwise satellite signals no radio frequencies um no so yeah nothing you're getting no indication of any signal can can i write a program real quick to detect physical like islands or or you know like terrain can i scan terrain or find a way to scan terrain uh well since this is not a yeah a submarine it's not equipped with sonar but you could build a sonar uh pulse so that it could pick up land masses or or uh sea creatures and stuff like that yeah that that sounds like a good idea right there i'm gonna get to work on that now, like, look, 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 you, 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 I am going to build a, some, a, some detection thing to detect land masses so we can figure out where we are. You look, what, what can you do? You're, uh, you're smart, you go, smart, right? He goes, yes. he, he's on the roof. He's been looking around, uh, with his like little goggle attachments, which seem to have some zoom function. And he's like, I'm not seeing any land masses. He he says, um, he goes, what can I do? I can do more than you, which is to say, I I know that it's probably not a good idea to immediately start cannibalizing the, the, the vehicle, the only technology we have access to right away before we have a safe place to land. Oh, yeah, that exactly. We should not... To do anything we can to find a safe place to land. So why don't you just go start swimming that way and uh, tell me if you find something. Fine. Yeah, fine. But if I do find something, I'm not coming back. And he sets off his jetpack and these wings like spring out of his backpack and he rockets away. Uh, and he's, um, yeah, he seems to be, he's going to try to find land in a larger radius from up above. Hey, hey, uh, is he, is he, is he, I, I just, I take pause. I'm like, is he, is he really just flying out there? <laughs> well, he's doing like, uh, he seems like right now it's like, he's going to try to find land. And he said, if he does, he's not coming back for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but, but, but you weren't. It wasn't supposed to actually do it. I, uh, okay. Um, you know Warlow. what? I'm gonna make this device even harder. Hold on. <laughs> I start making my device. Okay. Um, what system in the car are you cannibalizing to retrofit into a sonar system? Oh, no, I have to do that, don't I? Um, isn't yeah. it? Uh, now, I, I, I will also say it's it's kind of, it's mostly your choice. Uh, I want to let it be your choice, though. Probably 
what, no matter what you use, you'll have to pull some components from like the big subwoofer right. system because oh. that already just has like, you know, like the Sonics involved. Or or you could pull from the Sonic Cannon. Uh, but but yep. in either case, you'll either have to pull from a little bit from the Sonic Cannons and the, the subwoofer system. Um, but you could focus more primarily on on any other system for the majority of components. I mean, the, the, so e I either have the sound system or my internet uplink probably are the two that I would be looking at. Like something right. either detection-wise or sound-wise. Um, let's, uh, gosh, I'd hate to lose the sound system. That would <laughs> suck. Pretty important. Yeah, it really is. Um, I should probably uh, take get something that is normally used for detection, like uh, um, you know, satellite uplink or something like that. Yeah, let's let's do that. All right. So you pull uh, from the majority of those systems. Those systems are are no longer operable in order to build uh, this sonar. Yes. Machine. <clears throat> but you start getting um, sonographic readings when you finally finish this a couple hours later. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't even think you need to roll because uh, Cyborg is like an expert in right. Sonics, particularly. So, um, but it just takes some time and it takes the sacrifice of some of the existing systems. Um, you start to scan and you start getting readings and you're scanning. What you immediately realize is that like the hope, the fleeting hope that you had that maybe you would just like spatially or like temporarily displaced and like shot yourself out into the Pacific ocean, like past California a little ways um, yeah. quickly disappears as you um you the scent the readings you're getting you're not getting a lot of like like reflection off off of ocean like it would be if you were just off the coast of california mm -hmm. um it's like you're in deep ocean all right well and on the very edges of your sonar like da straight down there are some pings on the outskirts of sensor range for like these for like these weird structures like these like you're getting a little bit of mapping of like these like like these like spires or points what semi semi rectangular you're not sure what that's about um okay i'm going to remember that i'm going to put put a little ping of where i see those structures and mm. then I'm going to be like, I, I don't know if I can easily get down there without, I mean, I, I could spend some time making water breathing gear for myself, but I think kid's right. Uh, where'd the kid go? Hey, hey, I, <laughs> so I go in the direction so, I saw him go last. <laughs> all right. So in a few hours, um, the kid, he comes flying in from a slightly different direction from where he went out um it seemed he was goes going mostly up and circular trying to find something and he like exhaustedly like like plunks back down on the roof and then like pulls himself back into the car and he's like eh 
Okay, did 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 yours did your thing work? He goes. There's fucking nothing out there. There's okay. There's nothing. Okay. Nobody swore. Yeah. Like, uh, do you? Uh, how how far is my sonar radius? Uh, I think sonar actually has physical limit. Oh, I'm sure. So, yeah. Sonar. But it's it's. I I basically say, yeah. Um, we're in the middle of a lot of water. Um. There's, uh, there look like there's some man-made structures far underwater. You know, if we could travel there and yeah. breathe. Um, effective range of sonar. So, like, let's say of, like, Burke-class destroyers is 74.1 kilometers. Okay, five miles. Yeah. That's, that's, that's... That's pretty deep. That's deep. Assuming we could find a way to breathe underwater. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, could... yeah, you're y'all. Y'all are the. Oh, let me pull up his thing because he's got some stuff, but he is not prepped for no. <laughs> exploration today. Get all right. <laughs> all right, look, Gizmo. This fucking sucks. Um, it doesn't matter whose fault it is or what happened. Because there's a lot of blame to spread around. We gotta get out of this shit. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. Look. Uh, I could ping. I, I could cre create a big ping. And if there's anybody down underneath the ocean, they could find us and probably kill us. Um, we could just take off flying in one direction and hope for the best. Um... Uh... Let's see. He says, "I got this. Um, I got this one ability. I can, I can shoot some, some, uh, some drones up in the air, and they can write, you know, like a sky, a sky written message. I usually, I just prepared that, typically to troll people, you know, to like, yeah, yeah, to like draw." draw a big like penis over like jump city <laughs> that's that's pretty, well, that's pretty cool actually i need to i like, need to learn that one <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah i thought it'd be pretty funny but uh yeah. maybe we could use that as like a call for help i i look i think it's a start okay you put that up in the air and i'll see if i can send a ping all the way underwater and if there's some sentient life down there maybe they'll come up and if they're if they're gonna try and kill us we, we're probably faster than them so uh yeah you 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 ping the sky i'll peek ping the sea and uh we'll re we'll we'll see if anything happens he says okay what should i say uh i got 10 i can put i got capacity for 10 words 10 uh help um these nuts <laughs> I was gonna say butt bunch, but you know that's new. I should I should branch I should branch out a little bit. <laughs> uh, oh wait, words, not letters. Um, yeah, ten words. <laughs> uh, cyborg and Gizmo uh, need help. Please come. 
<laughs> okay. What he, he said. <laughs> what she said. He uh he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, 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 uh sorry, trying to he's, he's in the right lot, words. No, he's he's a lot younger than you. <laughs> no, don't worry about it, kid. <laughs> uh, All right. So he he shoots off these little oh, like rockets well, that like important. Yeah, yeah. He shoots off these little rockets that fly up real high in the air and start writing out these words. It says, um Call Robin. Call Robin. <laughs> okay, call. Help. Call Teen Titans. Even though they're butt munches. <laughs> D's nuts. <laughs> yeah, I, I I look at him and I I I I almost smack him in the head. I'm like, yeah, no, that's cool. All right. <clears throat> okay. So you, you guys got, are there. You got style, kid. You got style. Yeah, I know that. All right, and I guess we are just waiting for several hours to see if anything happens. And of course, yes, I do see if I can ping, make make a sound uh-huh. ping down, some that would be audible to if there's anything yeah. below us. So yeah, you can send out sonar pulses in a particular like pattern so that they're recognizable as just, uh, as artificial. S- SOS, man. Sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you just start sending that in case there are any sentient people or whatever down below. All right. So, um, are you guys staying put or are you moving at all? Oh, uh, if we're staying put for a few hours, just to see if either of those things get anything. We're we'll be put for a few hours. Okay. Um. So you stay put. For a, a few hours, the skyride only lasts an hour. Okay. So it dissipates in that time. Um, he can keep doing it for a little while. Well, he can do it. Uh, I think two times. Yeah, he already used the spell today. Yeah, he we can might use two more times. Well, we we might wait till we see something to try it again, maybe. Okay. Yeah, you can spread it out over more time. Yeah, that um, sounds like a good idea. So, you guys are sitting there. You're sitting in there. It's uh, it's getting pretty hot. Now you guys have air conditioning. Yes. Um, you can put the air conditioning on blast. Though your eye, it you got plenty of time because like this thing will last for a while, maybe several days, but. You you are starting to eye the power usage in the car. You don't know if thinking you don't know how long you're going to be out here. Yeah, we're only so, going to give give our messages so long before we start just flying and seeing if we see something. Yeah. So you guys are sitting there, and uh, uh, Gizmo, you look up, you hear a, like a crunching sound and. You look up and Gizmo's eating a granola bar. Wait, wait. You got Wait, you brought food into my car? He's like I, I always said he's like, uh yeah. <laughs> um <clears throat> he's like, uh yeah. 
I always have some snacks. Granola. What are you, a vegan? <laughs> oh, shut up. I'm not some hippie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The last guy who ate food in my car was a vegan. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot. You have, like, weird hippie liberals in your team or something. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I'm the hippie liberal on our team. <laughs> Go figure. And he, and he lets out a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Which totally like stinks up the interior of the ship. Oh, I hate this game. <laughs> of this, this car. <laughs> just gonna fl start fly around the car for a few minutes and shooting, just shooting at r the water randomly. <laughs> he just starts laughing at you because you're clearly like freaking out. You're tweaking right now, and he finds that hilarious. Um, <laughs> Because it distracts him from his own panic. <laughs> All right. How long has it been since we sent off messages? Yeah, it's been a few hours. Okay, we're look, we there's nothing here. Let's just drive and hope for the best. Okay. So you guys are gonna pick pick a direction? Yes. All right. We uh, don't ask north, south, east, west. I, I don't even know if that's a thing. Uh looking at the uh sun. Well how, how cold, you do how cold okay. is it here? Uh, the, okay, so Based it's on... hot. Okay, so okay. it's hot. It's weirdly a little hotter than, than, um, well, I mean, you're making some assumptions of, of like the time of year right. being similar time to your time of year. year. And also if it's like really <clears throat> cold, we could be closer to a polar ice right. cap. And if it's really yeah. warm, we yeah. could be closer to the middle. So, so from your scanning, you did get, um, you did get uh, uh, electromagnetic, like natural electromagnetic signals. So you do have compass directions. Sweet. Uh, and those appear to be consistent with a planet size of, of Earth, um, um, you know, for those dimensions. Um, and y it's pretty hot. Little, you'd say hotter than um, than where you left uh all right you, you know I, I say we had uh let's let's uh let's go east let east and a little bit north and i i am i'm doing my best to ma make a map of whatever i can of where we are and which direction we went and how far we went and if i get any pings of anything underground i'm gonna take note of where those are underwater all right so uh on the horizon you guys don't see any birds, so and no indication of nearby land. Um, you, um, you're moving along. The sonar. There are these anxiety-filled portions where, for several hours, you'll be just sailing. You know, hovering over the water, and uh, and like the those weird structures that you picked up with there's none for like a long time but then every once in a while you would um you'll come across more um and like at varying rates like like of like height and then they would dip out again All right. um 
can can we so, yeah. get I don't know if we can get underwater. Well, we can get high. Hey, hey, stop this thing. I wonder if I can go if I can get high enough to to get a good view of the planet. How, how, yeah, I would know enough about about my systems to know how high I could get up. Yeah, uh you could fly up fairly high. Um he can fly too. He uh he goes, "Hmm. I could maybe give you a boost." Oh. With that with that rocket I used on you that one time. That was super funny. Oh, yes, I would love that. I would love that. As long as it doesn't explode and kill me. Which I trust you understand that in these situations, you will are your likelihood of survival is a lot higher with two of us. Yeah, yeah, hero. Everyone needs you. Yes. He, he, he so you get on the roof and he will attach the rock to you and that'll increase your upward capacity. There. All right, let's do it. Dun, 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 dun. Rocket boots deploy. Rocket right. on on back, armed. All right, you blast off I, into the air. I hold myself down in a squat, making it look like I'm farting for a second. And and I shoot up into the air. All right, he uh, yeah, he's like, good luck, and remember that line from Toy Toy Story. Uh, to infinity, <laughs> and uh, you're like to infinity and beyond. He's like, no, rockets explode. Shit. <laughs> uh, uh, no. you, you're pretty you're, you're pretty sure he's just trolling you <laughs> but you're not you're not 100 I, 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 I try to do quick calculations on the rocket behind me as I fly higher <laughs> all right well it becomes apparent as it reaches the the height of its of its uh thruster capability that that it's not going to explode. <laughs> All right. How how high can it thrust? Uh well, it gets you pretty high. Okay. Look out <clears throat> over let's see. All right, you look out, you're real high up, <clears throat> and you look out over miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. And you see to the north a little bit and to the east a good far away just little specks in the distance it looks like there might be some small island chains over in that direction land is better than no land anything else uh other than that you have the height now you look out and you see coming in from the west there's a storm front I think we need to go towards the islands and away from the storm front. That's a good start. Mm -hmm. And do anything, anything else I possibly could see, or am I getting close to the my uh, top height? Yeah, you're at your top height at this point. All right. Um, well, we haven't seen much else. We have something. We have a we have a starting point. Let's let's get to a, an island, and uh, if we can get to solid land, we can limit our resource expenditure. Okay, yep. I, I I shoot. Let I, uh, I I I go back down. All right, you fly back down. Rocket is spent, and 
you, yeah, you guys move off in that direction? Yep. Alright. You sail off at high speed, off to the east, and over the course of several hours, the sun sets. The sun starts to go down and set, and the storm front moves ever closer to you all from behind. You, the winds start to pick up and the waves start to get much more choppy and tumultuous. We can outrun this thing. As you, until finally, despite your best efforts, the storm is over you. The waves massive. You look back, and your your sonar is pinging, like, and there's warnings going off on your console. And you look back, and you see this massive, this wave forming, getting taller and taller and taller, chasing you down. Yeah, you cannot have my car. <laughs> He yells in rage as the tsunami pursues him. I start shooting shooting the tsunami as we keep as we fly at top speed on the other direction. uh, And I, 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 kid, kid, get on the back of the car and and give your own boo engine boost to get so we can go faster. He's like, ah! He starts like slapping like rockets onto the back of the car. (laughs) Um. And, uh, yeah. Also, that's probably like, hey, can't we nuke the hurricane? <laughs> this is a nuke the hurricane. Uh, anyway, um, you guys continue on in this, in this fashion. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess we, we have to, <laughs> we gotta jump to the people back. All right home well actually as the uh yeah as the storm rushes onward um looming over and arching over uh your car in this massive tidal wave about to create this funnel you move to this other funnel and someone else riding the wave what so to speak someone um someone so no, no, no. I'm not talking about someone surfing. Shut up. Okay. Uh, and it visually transitions into the scene with Starfire. You are in this crashing vortex of light oh, and yeah. energy uh, as you are straining to keep up with this strange vortex that has you locked in its trajectory. Okay, so... um. I'm in a vortex, so it's like, it's sort of like a whirlpool, like, give me the best, uh, description you can of my situation. Okay, I will give you the best visual, physical description of the very not physical (laughs) surroundings. Uh, so, you feel like you are moving at high warp velocity... And you are exceeding the limitations of known speed that anything greater than the mass of a single atom should be going. 
and you are going it and you are like sweating profusely the whole way okay and like feeling exhausted and starving and but you can't slow down well okay in so fact physically can't slow down <clears throat> yeah you physically cannot slow down okay you feel like you'll get shredded into pieces hmm. Hmm. and it feels like it's asking more of you every every instant and your your perception of time completely like like if you've ever done a plank and you know how like a minute yeah becomes like three minutes oh yeah planking is hell yeah it, it's like that times a hundred billion jesus christ um and you have no perception of time you're having a difficult time thinking the only thing you can think is about the fact that you can increase speed a little bit for some amount of time with uh, haste. Yeah. And that's like almost like the only thought you can muster. But, but uh, yeah, feel free. Uh, yeah, what would you like to do? I mean, I've been in survival situations before and I've been in situations where I've been uh, forced to take certain actions in the past. Um, so yeah, I think that's exactly what I do. I think I haste. Okay. As you, you 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 cast haste, this burst of speed. Um, but it's only a very temporary relief. But it does the magic seems to adjust your body to being in this state a little better. Mm-hmm. Now, relatively, not much. But you feel like this is su- what, if there's any entity that's supposed to exist in this, they are su- they would certainly be employing something like this haste spell to lessen the physical demands. Um, your mind clears up a little bit, essentially. Okay. And you start to be able to see, <clears throat> although you think you might be hallucinating, you start to be able to see in the twisting vortex of lightning around you, you start to be able to see like images, like thoughts or memories, like moving past you. Mm-hmm. But there are things, some are of things you've experienced. You and your friends fighting Slade or fighting some other villain. Um, or when you and your friends met, or you, there are like these images of like you getting taken away to be a slave. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but some of the images don't make sense. They have you or your friends in them, but they're like, they're like Slade, um, they're like Slade, like grabbing Raven and there's like this like war-torn like wasteland over jump city mm-hmm. and there's like this large entity in the background roaring into the sky and there's like all these other images that don't make sense to you that have never happened yeah and there's like weird other versions of the things that have already happened yeah so you're not exactly sure what you're looking at okay so these are like visions. Yeah, they're like 
like in the mass of energy that you zoom past um like the, these things appear in between the like the the weird twisting arcs of energy okay um so i i i say uh to whatever is around me um if you are running ahead of me i simply must catch up to you and i um try to increase my speed okay you strain against the thing and you feel your voice it persists it's like it's ripped away from you as you're moving so fast that sound couldn't possibly keep up Mm -hmm. but like it also travels far ahead of you somehow Mm -hmm. um and you even feel like there's moments where you like you're lapping it and you hear your voice again um and it just persists as it dissipates strangely backwards and forwards along this continuum i'm gonna try something kind of weird and i don't know if this uh um but you know we're we're in experimental light speed physics now Um, (laughs) yeah so i am going to say a bunch of compliments to myself um i'm going to be like you are doing you are doing great starfire uh you're you're faster than you were before um you will eventually you will eventually catch the voice ahead of you and i am going so so i'm going to make sure those voices are all bouncing around and i'm going to try my best to feed off of the positive emotion Mm, okay positive self-talk because yeah yeah that is what fuels my powers and if we're in abstract Mm. magical territory here whatever right might as well shoot it (laughs) fair enough um you so as you you yell into the continuum uh these these words to bolster your spirit um in this trying situation um we will move to the rest of the group uh Yay. in the normal world okay. so uh yeah uh beast boy raven and robin you have since met up and uh yeah uh I, I, beast boy has told you this weird situation that happened where everyone else got disappeared so the car was there and then it just vanished into thin air. I do not know what happened at all. Um uh, they they could have warped to uh did, did it could it warp to space? I don't know what his car could do. I I I get really fast. close to Beast Boy's face and I'm like looking at like with looking him over at like an uncomfortably close space and i'm just like are you pranking us right now no <laughs> are you pranking us bro <laughs> no no i'm not funny. i'm not i'm not i'm freaking out they're gone <laughs> i seem to stare at him a moment longer and then i sort of back off because i don't see signs of flying <laughs> okay okay we should try we should try and like find their signals can we like uh they i guess their their radio signals aren't aren't working on the on the 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 titan communicators they were flying over a bridge and then the car just vanished it just disappeared 
I don't know. I don't know. I they're, not answering, they're not answering the radios. I look at Robin to see if he has any clue what the fuck Beast Boy's talking about. <laughs> we were away for a couple, like, not that long, Beast Boy. Like, okay, paperwork. I, paperwork. I, I, I couldn't catch up. They were like, go, the car was going super fast and I was flying behind it. And uh, th- there was like, was there like a flash? Uh, it was, it was like a. Yeah, it was like it was. There was this weird field generated around the car, and then it like like collapsed into a single point of like bright light, and was gone. Oh my god, they shrunk. <laughs> they went to the quantum realm with Ant Man. <laughs> Does that sound like anything that I've in my like time studying sounds familiar at all? Roll history. I'm clueless. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> of course history is my one that's not that good. <laughs> Gizmo inside. Twenty one Quantumania. Quantumania. So um you think that based on things that Batman has talked about now, most of your experience with Batman has been like Gotham related, right? Like, Dark oh, a fucking crazy guy got out of the asylum and started throwing his shit everywhere again. Like <laughs> that kind of thing. But like, or like drugs or like uh, crime bosses or whatever. Um, but Whenever he would, like, have to go off and do stuff with the Justice League, like, <laughs> Batman would come back with, like, this, like, particularly, he would, like, like, exas- like exacerbated element to his demeanor about, like, and you would, like, go over, like, what, what he made public of, like, the mission logs, and it was always this wacky shit, like, uh, so, and, and so you would know that there are things like there's like spatial like you know like star trek stuff like you can there are ships that exist that can like condense time to to a closer point and travel great distances by you know like warping um so that could have happened and they could just be really far away there are also weird things um with like yeah, like time travel is a thing that has happened to Batman <laughs> and other, and also, you know, like sometimes coinciding with that, like weird dimensional timeline shifts. So, like, where they went could be as simple as like they're on the other side of the country, the planet, the timeline, or somewhere else entirely. <laughs> Jeez. Anything is possible, and you don't know enough about science to know particularly which one happened. So, do I know enough about our radios to know how far they go? Uh, the radios can definitely go pretty far because you've toyed. Like, they can go across the country easy. They can go across the world fairly easy. You've also been toying with initiatives for tertiary members of the um it's kind of your your honorary titan um 
you've just started playing around with it, but you had your first member in Aqualad. And so that was positive uh, towards the initiative. And you've, you've toyed with the necessity of having contact with people stationed on the other side of the planet. And you definitely like, yeah, the communicators do have that capacity. So first thing I'm going to whip out the communicator. It's like, just try it again. Just cyborg mm-hmm. starfire. Come in cyborg starfire. Come in. I just wait. There is no response. I'm in hell. <laughs> Are we at the location where the car disappeared? Uh, yes. Is it like over water? So where you guys where were we? flying. So it was crashing back down onto a bridge and it had hit the straightaway. Um, so like you had, it had gotten over the river and you were, it was back on the street, but like shortly after it crashed back down onto the street, it, it warped out. Okay. I am, I am on my hands and knees and I'm casting locate object on the car. And I think it's tiny. <laughs> okay. Uh, you do not sense the car. Uh, they're not here. Not and tiny. you probably you probably are also like walking around as an ant or something. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. So if they're not here, and they're not picking up the communicator, it at least cuts down on them shrinking or them being on planet. Hmm. You think that um. So. If Cyborg were here, you'd think he might have some sophisticated sensors or things at the tower that could maybe scan this area more thoroughly. You might be able to go there and get those, and maybe you'd be able to figure out how to operate them to get any more sophisticated readings. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, it's up to you. Like, yeah, you could do that. There might be other ways to also... Uh, find out where they went. Raven, do you know anything about Missai seeing the like a scry? I've heard about it in some kind of like, I mean, in my in my limited knowledge of magic, is that is that something that? somebody that we know could do potentially um, locate this them i can scribe but i don't think it can go to other dimensions would i, would I know anything about that i mean uh, a scry would be able to contact like where we can reach them with our radios right yeah uh well it could also go if like if they were on another planet then you could scry them there oh, um, i could try but so, yeah, you could try that. It could help eliminate um, potential options. Um, so, let's see. Um, so, for Raven, so Raven would know that if they traver- traveled somewhere transdimensionally, that finding them with some sort of magic detection would require 
some particularly powerful magic, some particularly powerful rituals that she's not quite capable of at this time. It's like, you're not strong enough, but maybe there are people who are strong enough in the magical arts to get a sense okay. of where they went. Um, I tell Robin, I'm like, we would probably need to find someone who's uh, better at magic than I am. And she still sometimes like eyes Beast Boy because she's not sure that he's telling the whole truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could try and get a hold of John Constantine again. I don't know if that's going to be our best option. Um, I forget. Did he take the communicator? <laughs> no, he didn't. He was like, nah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I might be there if you need me. Maybe <laughs> that's what he said. You're an honorary Teen Titans. <laughs> um, really fast because my brain yeah. isn't fully working. Who is with Plastic? Uh, Plastic Man. Uh, what do you mean? Like his uh, his girlfriend, yeah. wife, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Agent uh, Nancy Morgan right, is the FBI right. agent FBI. that is with yeah. uh, yeah, with him. You do, you do have know, contact to them. Because I know <clears throat> I would know some people in the Justice League would definitely fit this bill. Mm -hmm. Right. So I whip out my uh, communicator and dial Plast uh No, I'm not going to talk to Plastic Man. I'm going to call Agent, <laughs> Agent Morgan. Okay. Agent Morgan. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, Alright, you call Agent Morgan, and she says, Oh, um, yes, Robin, uh, it's good to hear from you. Um, we've almost got uh, the final details together um, for that, uh, for our plans, um, in, uh, for the plans we've, we're, we were discussing before. Uh, did you need something? Um, actually, I could use a little bit of a favor. Uh, so, when... I was trying to take a villain back to and and book them with the police. Um, some of my friends disappeared, and um, we're not sure exactly where they went. Uh, disappeared? Like you think they've been kidnapped? Perhaps I could put some feelers out. Um, no, my local no, contacts. Not quite. Not quite like that. Like in a blip of energy that goes to a singular point it they're not they're not coming in through the communicator so i feel like they might be off world i'm she, gonna, I'm gonna you, sit you, down and start scrying to see if i could sense them in any planetary okay. sense <laughs> yeah yeah um okay so you, you finish saying this to agent morgan and it's just quiet for a moment and then you hear like like putting her her mouth like like away from the phone, and she just yells, "Plaz, Justice League shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and he he you hear him stumbling over, and uh, he's like, "Oh, hey kid, hell, what's up? You you need you need you uh, you need some help? People are missing. What happened?" 
people are missing in a singular, some kind of energy blast, singular point. I was Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know anything about that, but if you need me to call the Justice League, I can uh, get, get you a phone call. <laughs> if you could get some, one of the more, more magically talented people to help out, that'd be great. Says, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I could do that. Maybe I could do that. Uh, give me, give me, give me a few hours. And then Thank you. He, he's walking away, and you hear him say, "Okay, this person doesn't like me. This person hates me. They owe me a favor, even though they don't think they do." <laughs> <laughs> and then the phone hangs up. <laughs> well, they're probably dead at this point. <laughs> Um, so you are scrying, Beast Boy, correct? Yes. Okay, let's see, scrying. I'm scrying on Cyborg, I guess. So you attempt to reach out with your magic, magical vision. And you reach out as far as your senses can. And you cannot grab a hold of cyborg wherever he is. Mm. <laughs> I am pouting. He's 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 not anywhere on the planets. Anywhere. <laughs> Do you have sending? Do Druids get sending? I don't think so actually. <laughs> I don't think they do. That's like uh wizard shits. Let me see. Wizard shit. Uh it's exactly. it's it was still helpful, Beast Boy. Kind of confirmed where I was thinking that they somehow got either either sent forward, backwards in time, or to another dimension. It at least, you know, narrowed it down for us. Wait, would a scry go across across time? Uh, no. Scry is only in. Well, well, it says plane of existence. Now, I am assuming different points in time are different planes, are different points in existence. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. You've asked me a really, good, really troubling question. Yeah. Sending, <laughs> sending is only for bards, clerics, and wizards. Unfortunately. I actually did look boys. that up before for the um for the Slade arc so that I could see if I could send a secret message to the team, but I can't but nah. Yeah. But nah. All I could do okay. was scry on them and that didn't help. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean in, until Plaz gets back to us, uh we could try and go back to the tower and see if we can rig up some of cyborg stuff help us out here i i mean i don't know what we're going to really do because i'm not really too far into the magic side of things i'm more of a mechanical guy myself so like this is like when we went into raven's mirror like what if they went inside like his car dimension <laughs> this car has a pocket dimension <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> It could could be. I mean, but then where would the the car would still be here, wouldn't it? Maybe the car went inside the car dimension. How could a car go inside its own car dimension? <laughs> I mean, you ever turn a bag inside out? Yeah. Maybe it's like that. Maybe it's just kind of in Wouldn't the car. Would the car dimension, be though. here inside out then? <laughs> Listen, this is more magic stuff that I don't know about. 
Mm. I blow things up. I turn into animals. Which is more <laughs> magical, so you should at least understand magic. Not this magic. This is like science magic. I mean, no, I guess mine is animal science. <laughs> where's Cyborg when you need him? Oh, right. In his car. <laughs> <laughs> his car is really awesome and in ways you never even knew. It can take you through okay. space and time. <laughs> so, you go back to the uh, to the tower. You gather up a bunch of uh, things from from Cyborg's room, uh, like like sophisticated sensors and things, weird tricorder bullshit. Um, and you come back to the scene. Oh, also, um, I mean, uh, yeah. Do you do you want to like 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 you could you could um is this is the road. Uh, you do you want to like like mark this place off with like caution tape or something? I'm sure he would have some. Probably, yeah. I mean, it's a crime scene. <laughs> we have a missing persons case. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. You you block it off so that people don't come through this way. Um, and I do and... have to say, like specifically when I'm going through cyborg stuff, I'm specifically looking for something that could find like. Dimension rifts and temporal abnormalities. All right. Yeah. Um, hmm. Cool. I I think you would know enough to say what things to get, and then operating the devices is going to be an Arcana check for you uh, when you've gotten back. So you can roll that if you would like. I'm guessing we don't have any interdimensional scanners. I'm looking <laughs> at all of my stuff that I t- have on my actual class list. <laughs> yeah well you know and then cyborg has a lot yes, more like random bullshit science yeah 23 23 okay so you managed to understand enough about the interfaces uh to start picking up readings you don't understand all of it but there are some interesting energy spikes and there's some odd readings on something uh that is listed in the display as um vibrational sequence it looks like weirdly out of whack but you don't really know why that's significant so someone with more scientific knowledge would have to look over this these readings i'm definitely going to be writing down everything in like a journal just in case you know whoever comes to help us can actually decipher it right right is there anything in the tower that is like like linked to cyborg somehow or is like what um... isn't linked to cyborg <laughs> you know, i was about to say that i was like everything's linked to cyborg <laughs> well i mean like is like 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 reading or sensor wise i guess not uh like to pick up his scent Across the world, he does like to put his scent on everything. You know that, right? Yes, I know that the the remote control smells like grapes, and um, yes, the 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 car keys they smell like bubblegum. And could you sense artificial scents across space and time? 
Well, you know, are you the Borg queen with like a trans uh, chronometer that like can a transpatial chronometer that can like sense all her consciences throughout time? Because that would be really time and space. Because that would be really useful. I'm sorry, the fucking Borg queen can smell things across time and space. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is the Borg queen? It, 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 it was in. It was in Picard. Okay. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> Wait, did she anyway. did we liter- literally get a scene where she just starts sniffing the air and she's uh, like that way 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, not quite, but like same general yeah. feel. <laughs> uh, that so is anyway. the most awesome D&D creature ever and I'm about to make it. <laughs> um okay, anyway, so time. Hold on. Phil Phil needs a new spell. um anyway so um you guys are searching things you have these readings about the time that you finish taking the readings um the there's this pop of light like package just appears nice so yeah this little package has appeared it has a note on it I'd look the note. Um, you, all right. <laughs> you look at the note. You open it. it says, "There in these this like drunken scrawling." <laughs> there's like, um, there's the note says, "Hey, sorry, I couldn't be there in person, dealing." I'm in hell right now, literally. But it looks like your friends kind of are too. So hope these totems help. Although I wouldn't recommend going where the girl is. And it's signed JC. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ? It's from Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whoa! Who is the do we, do we have him in the Justice League? Can we, can we get him on the Titans? <laughs> no, it's clearly it's from John Constantine. It's this the package is like this greasy paper bag. <laughs> like like that probably had peanuts in it from a bar at one point, and you open it and you're like, ugh. And so inside, there is this um, this medallion that has like the shape of a wave on it, and in the crest of the wave is a skull. And then there is this little like it's like a uh, a beaker, like it's like a a little glass. Uh, tube with like two metal stoppers on both ends and inside of it is like um <clears throat> is like a little like a like sparking line of like lightning of like electricity so raven what do you make of these what are these what so, are these dm <laughs> so for raven <laughs> These are focuses um, that you could apply to a tuning. Um, you could apply for tuning for transport 
to another plane of existence that corresponds to their vibrational frequency. Okay. Did he tell us which one was for which person? Because he said no. to avoid the one where the girl is, but he didn't say which one. Oh, he didn't say. <laughs> I could say he clarified, but knowing it's John, no, he didn't clarify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, of course, I'm going to pick up the lightning one. <laughs> uh, okay. Because it's more interesting. I don't know. It's more interesting. And the other one has a skull on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other one sounds like death. So that's the one you should avoid, right? Anyway. Yeah, Raven picks okay. the, uh, the lightning one. And so, looks at it for a minute. <clears throat> Uh, All right, all you right. feel there's this, so you start to focus on it and and look at it, um, and there's this clear jolt of like, of like this electrical sensation as you feel it, and you feel that you could follow this along a vibrational pathway to another plane of existence. However, you know enough about, um about travel in this fashion to know it's like it doesn't lead to a good end point like it leads to an explicit to an explicitly immediately hazardous like end point it's like someone having the wisdom to know don't put these coordinates into the starship or we're gonna warp out in the center of a star like you are like oh okay this we can't physically travel there because it will be can, but it won't be good for us. Okay. So like the plot of Loki. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'm trying to remember, remember Loki now. <laughs> well, uh, close enough. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to look at the medallion. Do I get the same vibe? You get this sense of, um, you get this sense that, yeah, there's nothing quite as esoterically dangerous. Uh, yeah, um, you could go here. There's nothing, it's, yeah, you, you could travel to this place. Um, Even though there's a yeah. skull on it. <laughs> yeah, there is a skull and, and like a big wave. So I don't get the impression that this is also like just as, I guess, foreboding. Well, there's no there's no sense of like immediate annihilation okay. <laughs> on, immediate. On, on, on an existential scale, okay. of okay. like like at a cosmically existential scale. Okay. Would well, only I, be I, mostly dead. I hold the medallion and I'm like, so at least one of them, uh, we can follow with this. I don't know who, because he didn't specify. What about the other one? She just shrugs um, and says that would be a little dangerous. Well, then that one's probably for Starfire. She she just thinks for a moment and then nods. So I guess we're going to the Skull Whale. Yeah, you could do that. Um, You also have these readings that you're not quite sure what uh, to do with exactly. Um... Um, but so, so Robin, go ahead and roll, um, intelligence for me. Why don't I ever get investigation eight? (laughs) Eight. Hmm. 
Oh no. <laughs> uh wouldn't this be investigation since I'm thinking of something? Sure. <laughs> add a add another eight to that, the sixteen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so as you're looking at this vial in Raven's hand, you're looking at it for a moment. The lightning arc, this yellow like line of electricity. It there's a moment where it flickers and it creates this very like stereotypical zigzag and you have this thought you just think about a friend that you know that you haven't thought about in a while you haven't worked with in a while and then you look back down at these readings and you think huh yeah yeah maybe he could make more sense of this you think about your friend uh you know him you know even his secret identity wally west but he's better known as kid flash i have his number (laughs) yeah you got yeah you got his number (laughs) whip out the phone and call wally west (laughs) all right you're like hey i gotta make a phone call real quick I kind of like walk walk away a little bit. And uh, we'll cut away. All right. So you are racing across the ocean. This massive tsunami is forming behind you. It's like this is the kind of thing that would like easily knock out like an entire coastal state. Um, And you guys are rushing past the the uh the storm ahead of it is getting really choppy can we, can we go um can we go up? <clears throat> no that wouldn't work uh you don't have explicit flying capability in for the car right so if we did try to also, do that also, we might lose the car also the tsunami b- behind you it is like um like it's miles what like uh, it's miles behind you but it is also like miles tall <laughs> this is like a super storm and you immediately realize like oh this planet is not in an okay situation <laughs> it's probably entirely flooded Chisnet. <laughs> uh, need yeah. to modify the car into a submersible Okay, uh, do you want to try to um, like well, quickly, hermetically seal the car so you can go <laughs> Yes! Can I make this happen on the fly while we're running, um, merging the technology of my cloak of the manta ray into the car? Yes, mm. yes. If I can do that on the okay. fly, brilliant. Um, well, so it's sort of it's sort of pseudo on the fly. It's like you have like you know, you have several, like, you might have, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. But, like, it is definitely, like, once the 30 minutes, like, comes, you're dead. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, you got, you're, like, you hit, you can hit autopilot and then just start, like, telling um, Gizmo to start helping you. Actually, uh, you know. Seal the car. Even if it's just enough to help us survive the wave, even if it doesn't let us get deep or anything like that, I think it's worth trying. So that's our first goal, is making it something that could survive 
the wave um, underwater. Right. <laughs> um, you hit autopilot and start conducting um, sealant process. So yeah. for the car, I give I give um, I give him I like electronically give him as many sch- schematics as I have, and I'm uh, like this this now. He he starts running around applying fixes, going, We're gonna die, we're gonna die. No, don't do that. That's this is far efficient. And you're like, that'll take too long. <laughs> and like you're like arguing as you guys are like applying upgrades to the car. You're basically you're probably like tack welding <laughs> like the doors shut and things like that. Um and and like doing stuff like that. Um and but finally You've applied the underwater water capability. You've sufficiently protected the engine, um, for like sealed the hood and engine compartment so that it doesn't get water in it in the air intake. Um, you basically like converted air intake into a different <laughs> type of uh, okay. type of propulsion. Uh, it's not an explicit submarine. It can't operate that way. But if it gets dunked under the water for a long time, it won't like immediately like flood and collapse and flood all right phase one is complete we we probably can survive this all right well we'll see as the storm is now upon you the wave crashes over and you are sucked (laughs) down underneath in a massive wave current are you guys buckled in or are yeah you free? okay <laughs> you start <coughs> getting like whiplashed around as the car is pulled under the water in a massive underwater current at for a long time you're not sure how long but it feels like you guys are just like at the power of like whatever like tidal forces are happening for hours. You get sucked deep below the waves and you can see in the light of the car of the car's um, uh, forward lights those points far below they're cities. They're wrecked buildings Mm. of skyscrapers far, far below the waves. And you do recognize some. You do recognize. What? Yeah, this was once the continental United States. Ah! <laughs> and. No! You... Sorry, I'm, I'm going to need. <laughs> pulling up a, a Planet of the Apes. <laughs> play the water world theme <laughs> um whatever that is i have I, uh, yeah no, nobody cares yeah um <laughs> um so yeah um go ahead and give me uh give me a constitution save okay that's a 15. Mm. Incredibly low, given your bonus. Yes, um, it is. <clears throat> so, you guys are getting tossed around. You are... You are... Um, 
you are sealed in, but like some loose things are flying around the car. It's like you're in a car crash where you're like rolling over, but you're rolling over for like 30 minutes. <laughs> um, and you're getting pulled against the, um, you know, against the, the seat belt and you're getting whipped around. And at a certain point, it lasts for so long and you're in this state for so long that that um and you're getting like exhausted from like trying to fight against like being whiplashed around mm -hmm. until at a certain point you gizmo first you see him uh fall unconscious and your systems um start you start to fade into unconsciousness as well what i thought Having my legs cut off helped with that. <laughs> <laughs> You're fox. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, I'll take it. Okay, so, um, now you start to come back into consciousness as this glare of sunlight. Um, you notice the sun is out once again. The storm has passed, and you hear this scraping sound. And you're lie, you're sitting there in the car, like as you, like hazily, are coming back into consciousness. And there is, um, there is, uh, um, it's daylight outside. And you're sideways, like you're hanging sideways, like the car is being is being lifted. You're out of the water. You can see outside. Uh, you can see the sky. Okay. And you're being pulled up into like this vessel, and you're hanging sideways right now. And you get pulled up. You you hear this like winch, this sound of like this metal winch. Oh, metal. And you're. <laughs> not a wench there's no <laughs> uh, why is she made of metal oh yes um your engineering mind immediately starts thinking about the fact like like of like identifying like what the kind of like like mm -hmm. mechanics that is based on sound and you think you're being lifted by some sort of primitive crane mm -hmm. and suddenly you guys are like like let down so, uh, sideways on whatever the surface of this vessel is and there's this like you see on your side of the door uh, Gizmo starts to wake up and he's like huh what and then on his side of the door because his side is uh, yeah yeah your side's like on the ground because the car is sideways his is up and up there um, this blade like stabs through the side of the like like uh, of the door and starts prying the door like the door free like and he's screaming as well screaming because it's right next to the blades right next to him he's like ah, i'm gonna die i take out and, my baby I, i'm like she's gonna be okay she's still alive just a little this crippled that's all and 
the door is pulled open after some time of multiple of these blades prying at it. And you see, standing, the sun silhouetted behind them. And you see this figure dressed up in... And then you see multiple figures, three in fact, dressed up in pirate swagger and regalia. Are your three friends, Raven, Beast Boy, and in the center, Robin. And Robin, you are, um, in this universe, <laughs> known as Robin Redblade. <laughs> and so what would you like to say to these scallywags that you have just pulled up from the ocean to steal their vessel? Holy! <laughs> What's all this? <laughs> <laughs> Robin, why are you dressed like a pirate and have a really and... sick five o'clock shadow? <laughs> and uh, that is with their swords pointed at you. Um, that is where we will end this episode of Teen Titans Roll. <laughs> Yes! You know, when you said, <laughs> when you gave us the option earlier, for some reason I didn't expect it. <laughs> Y'all would have been vampire thralls. Okay, okay. This is going to be better. In, in, in the vampire universe, where everyone is vampires, <laughs> that exists. Oh my Wait, God. if everybody no, is a vampire, a does that mean nobody's here. a vampire? <laughs> kind of. Well, so in, in in the other universe, when I asked you guys, vampires or pirates, the other one was going to be Earth. Um, Earth. You guys are on Earth thirty one right now. Uh, we would have done Earth forty three, which is um, the um, is a universe where. Uh, a world of fear and darkness where after becoming an even darker creature of the night in order to defeat Dracula, Batman succumbed to his curse and spread the vampire plague to the rest of Earth's heroes, forming the Blood League. Oh no! <laughs> wow. I'm pulling up pictures. Uh, this isn't good. What? I kind of want... watching Sonic Prime recently. Joey, this yeah. Is <laughs> <Sonic Prime. laughs> I was like, totally, totally, totally understand. That is DC's fault for making an alternate Earth that is the same thing Sonic Prime. <laughs> it is not my fault. I immediately knew that this was that this is Sonic Prime. I was like, dude, that's Sonic Prime, the, the pirate one. I was like, but whatever. Um, but oh, we'll man. go with it. What if if Batman Robin would have had a chance to stake Batman in the heart? That would have been pretty cool. So, so the funniest thing about the um about Earth forty three, the vampire one, is that it also says they tried to wage so like their thirst for blood spread beyond the Earth in the, in the universe. Like they basically like started sucking aliens' blood and stuff. And they and they wanted to like take over other alternate Earths, and since you know it's Batman and stuff, they knew how to do that. Um, but they attacked Earth thirteen, and Earth thirteen is like full of a bunch of like magic, like John Constantine types. Oh no! And the sorceress Anataz switched their blood craving towards coffee. So then they became a really silly universe where all the vampires 
just really liked coffee a lot. Oh of goodness. course, that's what. <laughs> of of course, yeah. that's what went down. Because so that there are... there. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? Why am is I, Starfire not am I a, a pirate in the Speed Force? <laughs> in, in the Speed Force, yeah. Like all all versions of her are trapped there. Oh no, not all versions. Why? No. Why doesn't she have a pirate version? <laughs> oh, oh, um, yeah, no, the the other ones are there. I just thought I don't I don't know why. Yeah, no, yeah. There's also a Starfire. <laughs> like Sonic there would Prime, where you don't see one of the characters until later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's called Oh Beautiful. Plastic Man is called Plasma Man. <laughs> of course oh, he is. Yeah. Indeed, there's um. Oh hey, Plastic Man's about to eat Deadpool. What? I'm what? kidding. It's the wrong universe. It's somebody else.